Welcome to Business as a Magical Practice, where your business is the vehicle for your self-integration and soul evolution. My name is Sam Garcia, and I'm the founder of Dirty Alchemy Digital Marketing. And I'll be guiding you through how you can use your business as a spiritual practice and what magical businesses are doing to hit their goals and change the world. Together, we'll be relating the mystical to the world of business so that our work can unite spirit and matter, shadow and light, conscious and unconscious. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of Business as a Magical Practice. We're going to be talking about externalized energies today and how to access more power in your business without burning out. But first, (laughs) I have a public service announcement. So I had some funkiness in my business this week. Uh, situation turned out the way I didn't want it to and totally blindsided me. It's really unexpected. And it pushed me into this like mental spiral, emotional sinkhole for like a good 24 hours. So I just wanted to remind you that if you own your own business, you're a champion. It is not easy. You have to do so many uncomfortable things and face rejection on the daily and you're doing it anyways. So I commend you. You should be so fucking proud of yourself. (laughs) And with that, make sure you have people around you that can be there for you emotionally. I know not everyone is emotional. In human design, I have emotional authority along with like 50% of the population. So emotions are real in my life. (laughs) So if that is you, make sure you're not stuffing down your feelings and making them invalid because your rational mind won't, can't wrap around them. (laughs) Um, and make sure you have other people around you who get it, connect with other online business owners, join a Facebook group, join a mastermind. definitely helped me this week that I've built a network of people I can candidly talk to about my business and vent and grieve and all that good stuff. So (laughs) now onto our scheduled programming, externalized energies. So as magical business owners, we have more than our own energy. We have a myriad of external energies to draw upon. There's the magically obvious, our rituals and spirit, the forces that we communicate with through our craft and our consistency. But we also have the very mundane external energies within our business, our team, technology, the systems we have in place, automations. Both of these aspects, the magical and the mundane, are so powerful and important to have in place. They multiply our impact. Because, of course, We should be working on our brains and our intuition to amplify our personal power, but our business is a separate entity from ourselves, so we can design it to act as a house for energy to build up on its own. It builds up its own assets, its own identity, that's what branding is, (laughs) and soon enough it has its own power, energy of its own, that we can draw upon and we can have working for us. So we have our internal energy, the energy within us, our personal power, our wisdom, our brilliance, and the externalized energies that is ours that we can rely on, but it is outside of us. So you can imagine a series of concentric circles. The inner circle is us. And there are more and more circles of energies that we can add 
out from ourselves to our business that is helping our business have more and more power. When I started working with one of my clients in 2019, she had already gotten to about $500,000 per year in her magical online business, which obviously is an impressive feat in and of itself. But the real jaw dropper was that she got there all by herself with just a part-time virtual assistant. That's rad, right? (laughs) This is an example of a woman who has really tapped into the externalized energy of magic. She has daily and weekly rituals that were magnifying her personal power. She's relying on the tried and true support of planetary deities, shadow work to increase her power by unifying her conscious and unconscious and other esoteric practices to make her reality really juicy, but she hadn't built a team or systems. And because she was just relying on the spiritual side of externalized energies, she was dreading ever launching an online program again. It was stressful and overwhelming, and she just wanted a break. So when I was able to come in and add the team and tech side of externalized energies, things got a lot easier for her to scale. Yes, she was then able to scale beyond seven figures, but more important than that, in my opinion, is she could stop doing the part of her business that she hated and start doing things she never began to begin with because it seemed out of her wheelhouse. She could spend more time with her friends, her family, and doing things that filled her up so she could show up more fully to her audience, her students, her clients, and have space to have a clear vision for the future of her business that was big and bold and turned her on. Obviously, systems are a huge part of externalized energy. This is tech, like automated email responders, sales funnels, and just your straight up website. And it's also your SOPs, your standard operating procedures, which I actually wrote in detail about in a blog, so I won't go into it here. Um, You can search it. It's called How to Delegate When You're a Control Freak, written by a recovering control freak. We'll link to it in the show notes. (laughs) But before we dive into more, I want to add a little warning label. The thing that I see people trip up on the most when they're starting out is they try to rely on externalized energies when it doesn't really matter for them. When you're just starting out, having the perfect evergreen funnel or building a team are not important and can actually be detrimental. If you do not have the revenue and profit margin to actually support a team, and you haven't spent the time going through the fire of learning the right messaging to make people want to work with you or buy from you, then hiring copywriters or graphic designers or people to delegate to is not your answer. Having the perfect website and a beautifully designed sales page and all that stuff that all of the real marketers on the internet are telling you to do are not going to help you. When you're just starting out, you actually need to be focusing on your internal energy, your personal power. Before you hit six figures or multiple six figures as an online business, you are still learning. You are still building. It is still all about you. You don't need to worry about the outside, but the inside. You shouldn't be looking outwards, but inwards. This is when working on your mindset, doing shadow work, just getting over all the bullshit that is holding you personally back from success. This is also when you're learning about your customer. So many people try and rush through this stuff. They start trying to manipulate the outside world, those externalized energies, instead of doing the inner work and their own work. 
When you're starting out, you need to focus on showing up each and every day and giving value. You need to focus on writing or broadcasting every day. You need to be learning and observing what is actually resonating with the people that you want to work with. You need to get customers and clients and learn from the process. This is when you need to learn how to do all of the things on your own. If you're just starting out and you're already creating an online program when you have never worked with someone online before, stop. (laughs) You're going to have such a hard time a harder time than it needs to be. You need to get experience under your belt and you're using creating an online program or course as the means for procrastination, or even more likely as a means for not doing the uncomfortable thing of selling one-on-one. Selling yourself, selling your value, really standing behind yourself. So that was a bit of a tangent, (laughs) but I just wanna be really, really clear about this, that a lot of this externalized energy stuff beyond your own personal work should not be your focus until you hit a certain level of success and income. And if you're really drawn to working on the external when you haven't built your foundation, ask yourself, why? What are you avoiding? You cannot delegate learning how to sell to your ideal customer. That is on you. That is a part of this journey. That is what is going to make you grow as an online business and set you up for success in the long run. No matter what, the click funnels people are telling you about just your one funnel away. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So another side of externalized energy is your actual business, your brand. When you're just getting started, it's all about you, as I said, but as you keep showing up and you keep building your business, your business has a life of its own. Your business has a soul of its own. On the physical side of this, this is your actual visual branding, your fonts, your colors, the way that you write, the pictures you use. It's the name of your business that has traction beyond you. It is people knowing the name of your programs, not even connected to you. As you consistently use the same branding and you consistently promote the same programs, you're building the energy of this external asset, your business. You can lean on this asset for energy. It starts being able to create energy, to create profit, to create customers without you even being there. On the spiritual side, your business has its own soul. The sooner that you accept this, the sooner that you can actually tap into the energy of this and use it for deep wisdom. A practice I often do in starting with new clients is take them through a guided meditation so that they can tap into the soul of their business. This is so they can actually realize that their business is separate from them. And the sooner that they can realize this, the sooner they can tap into it as a resource and actually ask it its own opinion. This is something for larger businesses. If you're just trying to create yourself as your brand, then this obviously is not that thing. But if you're trying to create this larger entity that is an empire beyond just you, then you need to start communicating with it. You can actually ask it what it needs and wants. You can ask it what direction it wants to go in. You can ask it what its vision is for the future, and you'll be really surprised by the answer. Oftentimes, it'll make you cry (laughs) in a good way (laughs) because it has much more beautiful plans than you would have dreamed of. If you're a magical business owner, as you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably already leaning on the spiritual side of externalized energy. 
You probably already have rituals that you do, offerings that you give, deities or spirit guides or mantras that you work with. And as you grow, you may rely on these even more, or (laughs) you may forget about them through your busyness. In hula, a lot of times they will perform the exact same dance year after year for the different festivals. This was not just because of nostalgia or tradition. This was because it is actually building up the power of the dance, and you are able to access all of the people in the lineage who danced it before. You see this with rituals as well. People performing the same rituals day after day or year after year, building on that energy. And with different lineages, you're actually tapping into the power of the lineage and the power of the group and the power of the other people within the community. It is more than just you. I almost feel like I don't need to say this, but establishing a daily practice that helps you tap into a higher power is your ticket to tap into this kind of externalized energy. A lot of times it doesn't matter what that daily practice is. It just matters to be consistent in building the relationship. This should be intuitive as a human. (laughs) If you ask a stranger on the street for $20, it's not very likely you'll get $20 from them. But asking your best friend for $20 so that you can whatever, they will most likely say yes without fail. Forming a relationship with a deity or a mantra or a archetype or a spirit guide or your higher self or whatever is the same way. If you have a daily offering and communion with the moon, asking her for your for support in your business will be way more powerful than asking Venus or Jupiter for help, even though they are more commonly associated with money than the moon is. But that relationship that you formed in your daily communion makes up for that. Showing up every day makes up for that. Having a daily meditation practice is the same way. It is all about the consistency in the relationship. That is what is building power. That is building the spiritual externalized energy. So pick something, (laughs) do it consistently. It's that simple. And we'll be sharing some really fun practices in future episodes, but that's not what is up today. Usually there's one aspect of externalized energies that you are naturally inclined to take on. Maybe there that's the spiritual side. Maybe just the tech side and you feel really excited about building automated systems. Maybe it's wanting help from other humans so you build a team. Or you love visuals so your branding has been on point from the beginning. There's usually one area you're naturally inclined to invest in, whether that is time or money. But to scale fully... You do need to rely on each and every one of these. And the big bonus as a magical business owner is you're naturally attuned to the externalized energy of magic and spirit. A lot of muggle businesses have systems in place, have a team, have a good business, but they don't realize that they can access the externalized energies of magic. So you actually have a leg up there. A big component in externalized energies for your magical online business is building a team. It's literally an energy magnifier. I've seen people start building a team way too soon, (laughs) and people start building a team way too late. One business I consulted for already had four people on her team, and she told me she would be bringing in about $120,000 in gross revenue this year, and she was looking to hire even more people. For a solopreneur, this is a good income, $120,000 a year. That's six figures. That's awesome. But she's not a solopreneur. She's paying herself and multiple other people. 
This is not a good setup. She's brought on a decent-sized team before she could financially handle it. There's so much stress with this. Paying people consistently and well requires a minimum, very consistent income. What happens if there's a slow month? What happens if there's an unexpected whatever? Hello, COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) Will she just not pay people? Will she have to do it all herself when she's used to relying on three other people? Not good. Then there's the aspect of blocks you still have to work through if you're pulling in lessons high six or seven figures, especially money blocks like being afraid to raise your prices. If you're making enough to comfortably support yourself and work full time in your business versus it being a side hustle, you're obviously doing great work and people are starting to see that. But you need to go through the challenging processes of learning how to raise your prices, creating passive income like programs and building your business to a point where it's pulling in more revenue. If you've already hired a team of people, but you haven't learned how to sell one-to-one to clients or how to have the conversation with a long-term client that you're raising your prices, your business is going to fizzle out. You could very well get stuck in a situation where you built up your externalized energies before your internalized energies, building a team before you have the internal structures in place to increase your income. And now you're stuck. And it doesn't have to be that hard. When you're still in that phase, learning how to do just about everything yourself is really a great route. Becoming a jack of all trades or a Jane of all trades. Learning how to do basic Facebook ads yourself, learning how to edit your website, how to make pages that convert well, learning the basics enough so that once you have people on your team, you understand the lingo of their expertise and you can problem solve better. But anyways, let's assume you have a good income. Let's say you're like my client who already has high multiple six figures and just using a virtual assistant. You may be a little too late for building a team. Not as in too late that you can't do it, um, but you've cost yourself unnecessary stress. You're also a little behind in learning how to delegate, learning how to let go of control. These are two things that a lot of people have have a hard time with. Learning how to let go of control and also just being a better communicator, not expecting the people you work with to be able to read your mind. I wrote a blog on this, as I mentioned earlier, how to delegate when you're a control freak, written by a recovering control freak, and please read it if this is an area you need help in. So with building a team, you're very clearly magnifying your energy. You're buying people's time, which can sound really gross to people, but it's the truth. Or you're buying their expertise if you're if they're someone who is on a retainer versus charging hourly. So suddenly, let's say you work, I don't know, could be a range from 20 hours a week to 80 or more hours a week. When you have a team, it's suddenly not all on you. Suddenly, your hours matter less in relation to your revenue. You can spend time doing more useful things for your business, more impactful things. You have people taking tasks away from you. Maybe you don't want to be scheduling your emails anymore and someone can be doing that for you. Or maybe they're adding something new. Maybe you're like my client and you don't have the knowledge or motivation to build a sales funnel, so you just didn't do them. So you hire someone who can do that that has the expertise, that is externalized energy. You now own that within your business. And it's really incredible because when you're growing your externalized energy like that, by hiring more people with new areas of expertise and giving yourself the time to branch out into the things you want to be doing more of, 
there really is no limit to how big your business can grow and how impactful it can become. There's sometimes so much fear in hiring people or building a team. There's an obvious and understandable attachment to the revenue, to the large profit margin, but there's also a fear of the responsibility to have people relying on you. A slow month when you're a solopreneur, or if it's just you and a mod podge of contractors, is no big deal. But when people are dependent on you for a salary, or you have people on retainer, a slow month is a whole different ballgame. Hiring a team can make the stakes higher, but it is also a big key to scaling quickly. It's a key to making your business a dream come true versus a prison (laughs) that is dependent on your ass at the computer all day, every day. And didn't we become entrepreneurs so we didn't have to do that? (laughs) You doubling or tripling your revenue when you're already at the multiple six-figure, seven-figure mark will require you to get over yourself and hire help, to hire people who are better than you, that can support you who believe in your mission and want to help you in your vision. The sooner you find the right people, the sooner you'll be free. And the sooner you can dwell in creator mode and better serve your audience, students, and clients. So hiring people is a huge way to expand that externalized energy to grow your business. And if you resonate with my message here on business as a magical practice, and you'd like to hire my magical marketing team, we're on a wait list through February of next year. But If you know that you'll be needing help for your online launches in 2021 or need help optimizing your sales funnels, then go on over to thedirtyalchemy.com slash apply to get on the wait list for 2021. So another way of expanding this externalized energy and putting more power into your business is having the right technology structures in place. This can save you a ton of time and energy that can then be put towards the things you want to focus on in your business. And as a triple Virgo who runs a digital marketing agency, systems are my jam. I'm all about the structures business owners need to have in place to succeed. Very earthy thing. (laughs) So having that right technology in place, whether it's a scheduling app, a task manager, an email scheduler, once you set them up, they do the work for you. Set yourself up with an Instagram post scheduler like later app so you can schedule it out weeks in advance and not have to think about it. Same with emails using ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign. To set up and schedule your emails in advance will make your life so much easier. And I mean, setting up entire sales funnels connected with Facebook ads, you can actually be bringing in customers into this funnel that is working without you paying attention to it and leading them through a natural sales process without your presence. And it's all happening behind the scenes. So essentially, you want to make as much of your business automated as possible, because that's going to buy you time in a big way. And it will save you a lot of mental space and help your business run more smoothly. Then there's task managers like Asana or Trello, where you can list out everything you need to get done, which is especially important when you have a team you're delegating to. Because If you don't track everything, things will fall through the cracks. Even if nothing does fall through the cracks, the anxiety you feel that you might be forgetting something isn't worth it, believe me. (laughs) These external tools that help you free up mental space and funnel your energy make a world of difference in your ability to stay organized, efficient, and get shit done. So the moral of this episode is really a perspective shift and realizing that your business is not just you. 
There are a lot of ways you can access larger and larger amounts of energy. Obviously, through your magical and spiritual practices, but also as we discussed today, through building a team, through building systems, through building a brand, through using technology. So in closing out, I do want you to do a little assessment of where you're at. If you are still in the beginning stages of business, you're still getting to a place where it is an overflow of income for you, meaning you're making enough to cover your expenses, paying yourself, having a business emergency fund, and then some then you need to be working on building your personal power, building up the foundations of your business. And we'll talk about that on a different episode, as I mentioned earlier, but you can listen on, keeping in mind that you'll be doing all of these things in the future as you scale your business. And don't forget that this is really something you want to be thinking about from the ground up for every part of your business. And for those of you who are at the point where you are ready to rely more and more on externalized energy, ask yourself, these questions. Do I have a clear brand? Do I consistently use the same fonts, colors, and style? Do I consistently promote the same program or programs over and over again so they are building momentum and recognition on their own? Have I connected with the soul of my business or am I still associating my business with my own identity? These questions are all going to help you dig deeper into your soul as a business owner and the soul of your business. And if you have not connected to the soul of your business, I invite you to actually go into a meditative state and do that. Call upon it. Start that communication. Ask yourself, do I have a consistent magical practice? Are there energies that I'm tapping into that are beyond me on a consistent basis that I am building a relationship with? Are there any deities or spirit guides or archetypes or mantras that I could be working with or that I'm attracted to work with? Do I have the technology in place so that as much of my business that can be automated is automated? Do I have someone on my team that I can rely on to make sure that those are functioning properly? And some examples of that would be automated email series, sales funnels, making sure that your website SEO is on point, consistent content marketing that are attracting the right people at the right part of their sales process. Do I have a team? Do I have the profit margin to allow me to hire people? Do I have the support I need to really step into the role as CEO of my business and the visionary? And some examples of who you can hire depending on where you are at in your business would be an online launch manager to hold all the pieces together for all of your online launches or staying on top of evergreen funnel numbers, a customer service person or even a customer service team depending on your size and your audience size, an executive assistant to help you not just manage things within your business, also in your personal life. A community manager to make sure that your online community is thriving, whether that's your public community on your social media channels or private community within your online programs. And this can also include trained coaches that can be within your program so that you're not the only one answering questions or coaching your students within the program. You actually have people trained to help you give value within your programs to your students, to your clients. I could go on, (laughs) but I think that's a good start and to give you a good idea of different ways that you can actually get support within your business and build out that externalized energy of a team. And then within your team, do you have standard, standard operating procedures? Do you have a documented system so that your entire team, anyone on your team, or even people off the streets could come in and carry out a task? Side note with that is that so many businesses, so many business owners are resistant to this. 
But if you actually do this, you're going to thank yourself a hundred times over later on because when you bring new people on your team or God forbid someone leaves your team unexpectedly, they have the things to, you have the things to hand to them, the new person you hire. So they can just jump right in and not skip a beat. So that is all for today. Thank you so much for being with me and following along. And we have a very special guest next week, Carolyn Elliott, master coach, seven figure magical online business owner and author of Existential Kink. So looking forward to sharing that. And as always, it would be so helpful if you could rate and review this podcast and subscribe if you're enjoying it. It really helps with our rankings in the various podcast platforms and in helping more people find the podcast. Please head on over to Instagram at the Dirty Alchemy and let me know through DM or commenting on our podcast post what you think about the episode. I would love to hear where you are at in your journey, anything that became obvious to you, or you can give me some examples of your externalized energies. And I extra love hearing other people's rituals and spiritual practices. So please tell me those too. 